That's a thing. What do you mean? What do you mean emotional traits? You can look at a sperm and be like, does this have anxiety? Yeah, like I if want that you one. donated to a sperm bank, they would be like, moody bitch, uh, oh. complains a lot. Okay. <laughs> and welcome back, back to Give, Give It To Me Straight. Straight. I'm Alex. And I'm John. And we're your, your gracious, 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 gracious host. host. This is crazy because like, this is the first time we have our headphones on. I was just going to say, I don't like it. I want to take them off. I like it though. No, I'm, I'm taking it off. Oh, you can take yours it. off. I'm going to keep mine on. Okay. That way I know like when I'm talking into the mic, we're really going back to medieval times right now. Medieval? Medieval times. When we first started the podcast, like two years ago. In my parents' basement? Yeah. <laughs> or in Outer Banks. We didn't have any video. We we're just right. straight audio. Well, so that's number one that I want to talk about. <laughs> Guys, we have been dealing with a nightmare. A nightmare. So if you not that any of you guys are editors or would know, but like maybe some some of you are editors and export long form video. There has been an issue, an ongoing issue with Premiere Pro and the new version of iOS. They are just not compatible. So every time for the past, I don't know, six, seven weeks. We've been trying to export video. It just, uh, it's not working for we us. We have a bone to pick with Adobe. I mean, just give us a solution. Like if anyone Anything. has a workaround, write in because that's why uh, you've, we don't have video. We thought we would, but it's it's too much. We can't, so we like need for, to relearn Final Cut Pro. Exactly. So like episode 40, the one before this, unfortunately we could not figure out the video. So we still upload it to YouTube, but it's really just our voices. I mean, you could watch it there. You could I listen know you to guys are Spotify. missing all of our reactions though. We Somehow apologize. we were able to pull the shorts to put well, on because Instagram it, There's no glitches for any exports like less than two minutes, but anything more than that, it just, it cracks out. I don't know what's going on. I know. It's so stressful. With that said, we will like to say this will be our final episode of this season, I guess, season two that we're it's doing. It's the holiday season. So enjoy your holidays. We'll be coming back in the yeah, new year. We're taking a break just for the holidays, guys. It's not it's not a goodbye forever. Again, we just like you, we want some some time off. We wanna we're back in our house. We wanna set up a nice space so we could come back refreshed. Get, work out the video glitches. <laughs> I know. It's just like, we got to get our shit together. So we're like, we're going to enjoy the holidays and then we will see you guys back in the new year. Yeah, if you guys get to enjoy the holidays, I want to enjoy yeah, the fucking holidays. Yeah, we want to enjoy the holidays yeah. too. I mean, you could still find us on the gram and TikTok. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, with the podcast, it's just been giving us uh, too many issues recently, but we still love doing it. I mean, I'm excited to talk about Again, 2024 live shows, potentially. I don't know where that... No, I'm not fucking <laughs> doing that. <laughs> John's nervy pervy. No, it was... No, nah, I'm okay. Alex wants to talk about doing live shows in 2024. If we're going to just talk about our goals, like, I know what I want to do. I want to do a product or I want to do a, a book, maybe like a give it to me straight book. Maybe you guys might be interested in that. I don't know. It's, you know, the world is our oyster and we can make as many goals as we want. So let's see what happens let's do it uh i just i hate that our last episode going into the uh holiday season is missing video but you guys will just have to imagine our reactions and john's eye rolling and his you're just annoying huffing and puffing <laughs> yeah well whatever so let's still go back through what we normally do even though we don't have video so what happened? So last week, let's see, we I had my sister's wedding. We went to Virginia for that. That was nice. We got to see everyone there. We flew first class Breeze. Hey, yo, shout out Breeze. <laughs> Which actually 
it, I mean, I'm assuming it's in the same category as spirit. I want to say. I don't know. What, Maybe it's a slight I, no, upgrade I think it from is. spirit. I think it is the same category as spirit. But I mean, it was nice uh, on the way there to at least just have a little bit more leg room. Not that it was like your stereotypical first class at all, but it was. It made a five hour flight more enjoyable. And then the way back, we had economy, which I still don't think those seats were as bad as like it's just spirit like, flight seats. I just hate that. It's always, you're just packed in there. And the seats, I swear that they don't even sit 90 degrees. They like bend you forward oh. when they're straight up. I'm like, I am folding over, like what folds over? I learned my lesson from like the, a the spirit flight. The last one we did, we were like, do you want water? I'm like, I don't know. Do oh, I want no, water? No, no, yeah, but you did order water on the last one and then... I know, but this water was free. The one right. on Spirit was like $6. It was, it was like, only free because we were in the first class area. Right, right. That's why. Otherwise, I think they make you pay for it. But on the way back from Virginia on our Breeze flight, it uh, we had to like stay in our seats for two and a half hours because of turbulence. Like they never, I don't know if you can or not, but I'm like, are we going to try to like move out of the turbulent area? I don't know if that's how it works. I, I don't know. I'm assuming you can go up and down. I'm just making that up because I'm a fucking pilot, you know, <laughs> but... Actually, I'm a pilot. You're a pilot? Yeah, no, I am oh, a certified pilot. Not anymore. No, you definitely... Uh, oh, did you re-up that? No, so but like... no, you're not. But I, I'm a retired pilot. You're a retired drone pilot. Yeah, but I still have my part seven or whatever it is, part whatever FAA license. So like... How do you still have your license if it's expired? No, no, no. But like I did get it. So like I'm just a retired pilot because I didn't renew it, you know? So like... Yeah, but okay. So you have your license... But it's expired, so technically, I don't. Are you still fucking pilot? No, again, like I said, I'm retired. <laughs> oh, you're retired. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you hung up your wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for you to throw me a retirement party where we <laughs> oh. like fly the drone into the sky for the last time. Right into the sun. Uh, oh my god, I can't think of anything else. Oh, uh, I guess we're still working on our house. You know? Yeah, our house still making updates to it. I mean, unpacking and organizing. I just feel like. It's a, it's a daunting project. It just takes forever. The thing is, it's like once you accomplish one room, there's more rooms waiting for you. It would also be nice if we had functional bathrooms, right. but we're still working towards that. Still working on the bathroom, some other small things, and then just in time for us to sell the house and move again, you know? Um, No, just in time for your parents to come visit for the holidays and for your mom to make meatballs. Oh, yeah. Last That's time my I'm mom was here, she made meatballs. She had this big vat of... Uh, like Italian meatballs and she dumped the fucking pot of sauce down the nowhere on the table <laughs> just the crevice between the stove and the rest of like the um the place that we couldn't clean basically. yeah because at that point we had industrial oven so we literally couldn't pull it out that's, that's an industrial oven still oh is it yeah but I feel like that one looks like we could remove it easier than the other one yeah but that one was the wolf one was intense so yeah. we had this wolf oven. I think it was like over 40 years old. Something like that. Really? And, but they last forever. Right. So we were like, do we keep this? And then when we were updating our kitchen, the thing is too, the pilots on it, because it was industrial, were always running. So like the propane, there was always like a little flame and it would always blow out because it was right next to the door. And John, for some reason, he can't smell. Me being the most congested person in the world, I have a sense of smell. I would smell propane immediately. And I'm like, the pilot's out. We need to, we need to light it. But I'm like, what would happen if we go on vacation? I know. I wonder if that has a... I don't Do they all have so. a pilot? Yeah, because it's natural gas. But right? that and one's not constantly running like the 
I think if you lift up the stovetop, no, because it's not hot. Like if you put your hand over the other one, like you could burn your hand. This one, Mm. it's off. You have to ignite it. Okay. I think you know what? Don't ask me. Yeah. uh, So you're a pilot, and you're also a um, engineer, engineer mechanic, (laughs) kitchen mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a chef. Just say yes, chef. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, chef. Uh, oh, and the strike is over. Did we talk about that? Is it actually over though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. People, there's like premieres now going on. I'm like, okay, time to get back out there. Mm-hmm. And then if I see some people that I saw. Oh, being scabs. Being scabs. What are you going to do, John? Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to call them out. Yeah, okay. And From what? A and you literally see them at the gym. You're a fucking scab. You've never, you won't say shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> No, I won't. <laughs> I'm trying to think in what scenario I would call them out. Maybe it was like one-on-one. I'd be like, hey, just so you know, I know what you fucking did. I know what you did. Just send them a DM. Right. Anyways, okay. Anyways, that's it. We're just, you know. Wait, one last thing. This is oh. so irrelevant. Uh, shout out to Miles Teller and the guy from State Farm, the actor. We ran, we saw this old movie on Netflix, Whiplash. Oh, right. It yeah. was so fucking good. It like, was really good. Miles Teller was a drummer. Or like a aspiring. You say old movie. There's no way that I it was, it was like that 2013 old. or something. Really? Yeah, it's an older movie. Mm. But I, I could be wrong. Anyways, I just thought that was such a well done movie. And if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. So watch it. I guess I could say that, right? Because it's. Did you play any instruments as a kid? I played the recorder. What's up? Okay, but like you weren't in band or like orchestra. No. I feel like that was a requirement, no? As soon as they saw me playing the recorder, hot cross hot buns. Hot cross buns. And they saw all this drool and spit coming out the other end of the recorder. Like, okay, this guy ain't, this isn't the next Beethoven. His mouth is too wet. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> spitting through the end of the recorder. We, well, I got John a recorder for Christmas last year. <laughs> we need to find it. Hot cross. Yeah, I got to find Somewhere. It's in the mess somewhere in the back. But I thought that it was a requirement when you were in elementary or middle school to play an instrument. The recorder, yeah. It, it wasn't like... That was not the recorder. That's, that's baby... That's beginner stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, played the flute. I, I still in, have it. I was in special classes. That was my requirement. That has nothing to do I with was. being in band or orchestra. If you guys remember the trailers, I was in the trailers. Did you sing? Oh, I did. I, yes, so, I was in chorus. Okay, I so did, chorus um, is what you were in then. Light the candles all around the world. Let's jump into questions. <laughs> let them shine. Let them shine. Let them shine. Oh, guys. Also, this week is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And this episode is sponsored by Article. Guys, we are obsessed with our article table and our article rug. We're currently looking at our article rug right now, and it's so cozy (laughs) and amazing and delicious. Discover the beauty of delightful designs with Article, where every home can find its perfect match. Their online-only model means you get more than just great furniture. You get fantastic prices. With curated styles like mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho, furniture shopping has never been easier. We're absolutely smitten with our Karasi dining table. It's made of solid wood and a sculpted pedestal base that's got everyone talking. But here's the icing on the cake. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just head over to article.com slash straight and the discount will magically apply at checkout. Yes, that's article.com slash straight for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Visit article.com slash straight today and elevate your home's style. And this podcast is also sponsored by Every Plate. 
trying to be a savvy spender this holiday season? Well, here's your secret weapon. America's best value meal kit. Every plate. It's a wallet-friendly wonder. 25% cheaper than your average grocery run and zero hidden fees. That means more room in your cart for those holiday feasts and with pre-portioned ingredients, you pay for exactly what you need. And hey, steak lovers, here's the kicker. $1 steak for life. Add a juicy 10-ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for just a single buck. That's what I call a real stakeout. I used to doubt meal kits, but trust me, you get the same lip-smacking goodness at a fraction of the price. We save so much cash and time. We're even planning a little getaway with the extra dough. Ready for the deal of the season? Get a meal for just $1.49 plus those $1 steaks. Head to everyplate.com slash podcast and use code 49GIVE. Yep, that's everyplate.com slash podcast with code 49GIVE. Say hello to savings and scrumptious meals with every plate. This episode is also sponsored by Daily Harvest. Indulging during the holidays is practically a seasonal sport, and I'm the last person to shy away from something scrumptious. But then there are these post-celebration nights when I crave a wholesome real dinner. That's where Daily Harvest swoops in, giving me the best of both worlds. Our top picks, the herb squash and asparagus risotto, the tomato and zucchini minestrone soup, and trust me, we're pasta fanatics over here. The bolognese is a game changer. Experience the best of both worlds with Daily Harvest. Visit dailyharvest.com slash straight and score up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash straight for this incredible offer. Dailyharvest.com slash straight. Your ticket to delicious, nutritious eats. All right. So the Instagram question that we posted (laughs) this week. I got out of a six-year relationship and I met a girl who is also going through a similar thing. We've been talking, hooking up, and it's getting to the point where feeling are developing, but the breakups are still very fresh. I want to ask her to be exclusive because I don't want to lose her, but I also want to stay single after being tied down for years. Am I the asshole for already catching feelings and even considering this? This guy wants to know if he's an asshole, if he's catching feelings, and that he might want to start a relationship? Well, that's what he asked. I don't know. I think he's more concerned, like, is this just a rebound or is this for real? Because... They did. I mean, you're never going to know unless you try. So, no, you're not an asshole. I mean, you can't help how you feel. Follow your feelings, you know? Why would you not? Follow your heart. I don't know. I do think you do have to give yourself a little bit of time post-breakup. Like, there's something... So, he just broke up with somebody and now he's talking to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, and she was also going through a similar thing. So, you're probably trauma bonding over your experiences. It's not to say that it's not going to work with this girl, but I do think you owe it to yourself to... Be single for a little bit. That doesn't mean you're going to necessarily lose her. You know, you might still find each other again. But if your gut is telling you it's too soon. I mean, you don't have to jump in a relationship. Continue spending time with her then if you want to. There's nothing like you don't have to like lock it in. Right. Like maybe still date other people. But there's two sides of that coin, right? Because I think I do say that to like, we know people who just continue are serial daters. You know, and you never... find like your own your own self your sense of self yeah. and like are confident in being on your own and all that so there is something to be said about that but also you never know you could literally go from one to the next and that next person might be your future husband or wife or whatever you know i'm not saying that this person isn't but after a six-year relationship catching feelings for someone so quickly not that it's impossible but i do think that it's in rebound territory sure but wh- who's to say that rebound territory territory doesn't turn into something like long-term it might that's why i'm not it's a gray area you know i could see both sides follow your heart follow your heart all right i'm gonna read some of these responses 
<laughs> as you said that. The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> Go for it and don't live in regret. I, I, you know. Yeah. It's hard. None of these are going to be wrong. You know no. what I'm saying? And that's, and that's true. Like, no answer is, no answer is going to be a wrong Unless answer. Somebody says but no answer is going to be a right answer. Um, you're just being needy and lonely. You need to grow on your own before another long-term relationship. And that's true, too. That is All true. All of these things are true. Multiple things can be true at once. I kind of try to look at it from like a biological scientific standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like your endorphins, the rush of endorphins. You're like you just want to put your seed somewhere. I, I don't know. Just like that rush like of first meeting someone. And right. Just like I always think about that. Be like, okay, am I jumping into this because it's truly the feelings of love or is this just like a passion thing, a love bombing thing? Is mm -hmm. this going to die? It's so true. I remember getting out of my last relationship and also feeling so excited about the first person who gave me attention and we really did like each other but i knew that for myself i was like i need to be single i owe it to myself to be single right and that's good to be aware of that mm -hmm. go with the flow there's never a perfect time for a relationship okay okay another one date get out to meet new people and be honest with your person don't be the asshole and the last one, take it slow. Ask her how she feels. Maybe she doesn't want to be in a relationship yet and you'll scare her away. It's true. You know, what do you both feel? Like, does she want to get into a relationship or does she want to be single? Honestly, at the end of the day. Do what makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, do what makes you happy. Like, either way, you're going to be fine because either you're going to figure out that this girl isn't for you or maybe she is, you know? I think the safe thing to do is just like, don't rush into getting in the relationship, but continue hanging out with her because then... The longer you hang out, the more like it'll be, I don't know. I feel like you'd learn more. You know what I'm I saying? I think you just, but that's why giving yourself space after such a long-term relationship is so important for you to reflect on what you're looking for in a, in a future partner. If you are just jumping from one relationship to the next, you're kind of just masking the pain of getting out of that relationship. I just think, I don't know. I think me time is so important. And yes, there's no time like the present, quote unquote, but I do think like you have time. You were just in a six year relationship. Give yourself a breather. If this girl is still single in a few months, you could revisit that. But that's just my, my take. I don't know. I think do what makes you happy. See how it goes. This might be your great white buffalo. You don't know. You know, you don't want to like, you may have gotten literally lucky and this could be your forever person. This Only you know that though. Right. Only you know that. Best of luck, buddy. Best of luck. Next question. My boyfriend and I have been dating for six years and are planning a trip to Japan in a few weeks. I picked up his phone and accidentally saw a text to his parents of an engagement ring and a beautiful park in Japan. I'm so excited he's going to propose, but I feel extremely guilty that I ruined the surprise. And I'm worried that the moment won't be as special because I know when it's happening. Alex, did you have any idea John was going to propose? Do you think knowing beforehand is going to ruin the moment? Yes, I knew John was going to propose because <laughs> he hates hiking and he hates champagne. And he goes, hey, tomorrow we should wake up early, grab a bottle of champagne and go on a hike. And I, I actually wait. I actually like champagne now. Now, but then you didn't. You're right. And I was like, this motherfucker is going to propose. But I mean, even though I knew that it was happening, it was still so special. It's nothing is it's such a special moment regardless. And I think that you could talk to any person who got engaged and had an inkling or had an idea or knew that it was coming. You're just excited that it's happening. So I don't think you ruined it. You still don't know when, what day he's going to bring you to the park. Yeah, it's like that's one moment because what's the alternative? You tell him and then he doesn't propose and now you got to wait an another however long to see when he'll, he'll do it again. He'll come up with a new plan. Right. You're going to be excited either way, honestly. Do I you just, know what the ring looks like? 
If you don't, there's going to be excitement there. You know, well, even if you do, I just think it's such an exciting time regardless. So congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Soak it in and don't worry about that. I wouldn't say shit to him. Yeah. Let him, let him. I would tell him afterwards. Exactly. Let him have his moment. You're going to have your moment. It's going to be so fun and blissful. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I love it. These Yay. are nice. These are so far both questions. Nice. Good, nice start. We're easing into um Nice way for the holidays. I know you're about to draw some horrible questions. Well, I don't know. Go again, Goose still picked these. Okay, well, this is a holiday question. So the holidays are a very special time for my small close-knit family as we have birthdays on top of Christmas and anniversaries. Everyone has always been very passionate and generous about gifts, and I've always taken part in this process. This year, however, I'm on a tight budget after investing in a house. I don't want to be a jerk by not sending gifts, but I don't think it's in my budget to send everyone something thoughtful and meaningful. Do you think there is an appropriate way without a gift to acknowledge my friends and family during the holidays without complaining that I'm currently too poor to buy them gifts? So you want to do so you don't want to give anyone anything or I think you could be thoughtful and get inexpensive items right like homemade something whatever it's like thoughtful yeah well you wanted to make like a fucking clay pot or something yeah i mean maybe <laughs> maybe a clay pot but like you could also bake something right just make something at a home. nice card yeah a nice card or something That's with so like funny your that memories we just said that. alex and i are not card people i don't even know why i said that but if you like write out a card no, no, no. i'm not a card person when you don't you just write Dear Alex, love John. Like you let the card do the speaking and it's like two sentences. And at least if you're going to do that, get a computer, put piece some of computer money paper, in there. draw a nice little like stick figure. I would rather a handmade card oh, yeah. than one that just is so dead. <laughs> right. I don't want to give $7 to the man. I think like I keep the cards that you've written me on loose leaf paper over the ones that you get from, you know, the Hallmark, dollar store. Or, yeah. And yeah. But I think that there is a lot of fun crafty things out there that you can do inexpensively is that the right word on a budget because most people this year are on a budget inflation also, your family should understand so you just bought a house to get it be like i i know you're probably strapped right now i actually saw this tiktok of a girl who is making t-shirts like custom t-shirts, which I'm assuming are probably no more than like 20 to $25 each, which again, if you have a lot of family members, that can be a lot, but she's writing down the funniest things that they've said throughout the year on them. So she's picking like the funniest line and putting that on the front with like art. I think she made it in Canva. And then on the back, she's writing just a list of all funny statements that they've said throughout that year together. So maybe you don't have to make a t-shirt, but if you think of something thoughtful to create like a piece of art that you could print out, put That's it in a idea. frame, go to the dollar store. Like there's a lot of- My buddy Zach growing up, his family every year would have like photos of like whatever they did in that year, like of everyone on like a piece of paper. I just thought that was, <laughs> no? Why are you shaking your head at me? I thought it was cute. Like everything within the year, the whole family, what everyone did, and it was like a collage. Right, that's so sweet. <laughs> I like that. No, no, we're keeping it in there. You're rude. I I thought it was cute. It is cute. Maybe you cute. could frame it. <laughs> You're going to hell. You've been bad lately. You've been naughty. You're getting coal for Christmas. Coal? Yeah, coal. I'll pay for my own fucking coal. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so uh, good I just luck. think that there's a lot of crafty things. Ser like search on the internet, budget-friendly Christmas gifts, and I'm sure that there's a ton of creative things that you could do. I would love a homemade. I think like food. bread. I think food <laughs> yeah, is great. I would love food. Cookies. Oh my god, fuck me up. No, make me like a pie. Make me a casserole. Oh, you would love if someone made you beef jerky. That's actually pretty expensive. Though. Why? No, I'll make it myself. That's my thing. I know, but if you got that as a gift, like if someone, or if you gifted that to someone, what a great gift. I would love beef jerky. Oh my God, it takes forever. But uh, honestly though, that is a labor of love. And a lot goes into that. A lot of thought and energy. Maybe not a lot of thought, no, but No, it's a lot energy. of thought and energy. Us talking about this question. Next question. We gave him a shit ton of Facts. ideas. You're okay, next question. Welcome. My dad has been out of work for over a year and workers comp isn't paying out much. My mom doesn't work, so I've been paying their bills for over a year. I make 70K a year and have spent 24K in the last year helping them, interfering with my own financial goals. Every time my mom reaches out, she is always telling me new issues or expenses and it's ruining my financial stability and my relationship with my parents am i the asshole for not wanting to read or respond to her texts anymore Oof, that's so tough because like i know you probably have this feeling of obligation like your parents took care of you most like you know up until 18 at least and like i get like helping but like helping within your financial ability mm -hmm. if that's the route you want to go i would have to i would have that conversation explained to them because instead of like ignoring them be like well, listen only... i can only swing so much exactly and for how long you know like i get I would be understanding of a year, you know, your parents are out of work or, but is your mom able-bodied to work? Is she maybe, even trying? Yeah, like maybe try to help her get a job. It's just, it's a lot on you. Do you have siblings to help contribute? It just, it all shouldn't fall on your shoulders. I think it's very noble of you to help your parents. Of course, we would all want to give back to our parents, but there is a line of you have to make sure that you're okay yourself. Right. I don't think their financial hardship needs to be solely placed on you. In my opinion, if this was me, work with both of my parents. Like if your dad isn't physically able to go back to work and your mom can, like I don't know what the situation is, is why he's out of work, is working with your parents to try to find something that they can do. Because there's a lot of remote jobs. There's a lot of work that maybe your mom could do part-time to help ease also, the bills. was he injured at work? Like, what's going on? Like, I would look into what other, like, services that are out there. Like, I mean, did he get workers' comp? Is it from work? Or well, is he yeah, old enough to get Medicare, Medicaid? It's not paying that much. But, like, Medicare, Medicaid? I like, think you just have to be honest, though, with your parents and let them know this is putting you in a financially stressful situation mm -hmm. and you don't want to end up resenting them either. So how can you work together to help alleviate their bills? Best of luck. Yeah, I, I, I hope everything works out for you. And as a reminder, this episode is sponsored by Article. Get ready to elevate your home with Article, where style, quality, and affordability unite. Article's team of dedicated designers know how to strike the perfect balance. They craft furniture that not only looks fantastic, but also lasts the test of time. When you shop with Article, you're not just getting great furniture, you're getting an exceptional experience. With fast, affordable shipping available across the U.S. and Canada, you won't be left waiting. Plus, you're in control of your delivery time, and Article keeps you informed every step of the way. And when it comes to customer care, Article's team is there for you, ensuring a smooth and stress-free experience. We're particularly smitten with their rug selection. Like the Upsa Alabaster rug, a polyester wool blend that's low maintenance and sets the perfect mood for those cozy sofa evenings. And here's the exciting part. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Claim your discount by visiting article.com slash straight and it will be automatically applied at checkout. Yes, that's article.com slash straight for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Revamp your home effortlessly and affordably with Article, your trusted destination for style, quality, and value. And just a reminder, this podcast is also sponsored by EveryPlate. Trying to be a budget-savvy foodie this holiday season? Well, get ready to stretch your dollar and savor some delectable dishes with America's Best Value Meal Kit, EveryPlate. Picture this. EveryPlate is 25% cheaper than your usual grocery run. And guess what? No sneaky fees. That means more room in your cart for those lip-smacking holiday feasts. With pre-portioned ingredients, you're only paying for what you need. I was initially skeptical about meal kits, but trust me, you can savor the same scrumptiousness for way less. We save so much time and money, we're even dreaming of a holiday getaway with those savings. Swap out the takeout for every plate and watch your savings grow. Their meals are 50% cheaper than your run-of-the-mill fast casual grub. It's the budget-friendly way to dine. And hey, how about a holiday get-together? Every place got you covered with family-style hearty recipes featuring a protein-packed main dish and not one, but two mouth-watering sides. Because you know, the more, the merrier. With the holiday chaos in full swing, trust every plate to make mealtime a breeze without compromising quality. Ready for this deal? Get a meal for just $1.49 plus those $1 steaks. Head to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code 49GIVE. Yes, you heard that right. It's everyplate.com slash podcast with code 49GIVE. Grab a plate full of delicious savings and make this holiday season extra special with EveryPlate. And this episode is also sponsored by Daily Harvest. You know this time of year, not indulging feels like a crime. And honestly, I'm not one to pass up on something delicious. But then there are those nights after all the holiday fun when I crave a nourishing dinner made with real ingredients. That's where Daily Harvest comes in, giving me the best of both worlds. My absolute favorites are the herb squash and asparagus risotto and the tomato and zucchini minestrone soup. We're big pasta fans too, and the bolognese is a hit in our household. Daily Harvest keeps my freezer and tummy satisfied, delivering these fruit and veggie packed meals right to my doorstep. With the holiday chaos, there's barely any time between feasts and parties, but Daily Harvest offers easy-to-prep options for all times of the day. Smoothies, harvest bowls, and soups make life simpler. No more thinking about what to cook, and I could skip the tedious shopping, chopping, and post-cooking cleanup. So if you want the best of both worlds like I do, check out Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com straight to enjoy up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com straight for your discount. Dailyharvest.com slash straight. Your delicious, nutritious meals are just a click away. Next question. I started sleeping with my ex-brother-in-law a year or so ago when we started spending most of our free time with each other. He and my sister ended things about two years ago, and we both live in the same small town. My sister doesn't. When she comes back into our hometown, he still sleeps with her. Not only that, he forces us to spend time together like the old times, the three of us leaving me in a horrible place where not only do I feel awful towards my sister, who is completely in the dark, but also feeling neglected and overlooked. My life is being completely right by this relationship, which I could tell no one about. I also can't keep the promise I made to myself to put some needed distance between us. Any advice? This guy makes you hang out. No one's going to make you do anything. I feel like you're trying to make it seem like you're the victim in this situation. I said, fuck that guy. Well, she's saying he makes them do it. What? Why are you sleeping with your sister's ex-husband? Oh, my God. I actually, actually, honestly, breeze past that part. I thought this was her ex-boyfriend or something, and now her sister's dating I started sleeping with my ex-brother-in-law. Oh, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Oh, you're definitely a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, you are. 
Are you fucking kidding me? And you can't keep the promise you made to yourself by putting needed distance between you. You need you need help. <laughs> Talk to someone. <laughs> I mean, like, is it, we had a similar question last week. Are there no fucking fish in the sea? Right. I just don't understand. Like, there's just no one out there. There's no one else. Is it like this sense of comfort that you just no, know him so much? Toxic fucking relationship. You're like, oh yeah, I'm doing something I shouldn't. You're do. You're lying to your sister. You're lying to your family. Put yourself in your sister's shoes. What do you think she would say if she found out that you were sleeping with her ex-husband? Well, you she, you wouldn't have a sister anymore, probably. That's crazy. I mean, what, I, do you, I, what do you think your parents would say? I can't give advice here. Because the only advice is to is to Seek walk, Jesus. yeah, to walk <laughs> away from all of this. I mean, you just better hope that your sister doesn't fucking find out. I think you're pretty much fucked either way. Uh, I think you need to step out of this completely. But the truth will set you free. Because right now, I I can't believe like I'm trying to give you like to console you when you're the fucked up one in this situation. But your mental health is gonna get worse the more you keep this secret in. Exactly. Your brother-in-law, your ex-brother-in-law, is also a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I do want to say that as well because he is an active participant in disrespecting his ex by going to you, but. You guys both together. I mean, if you if you actually have feelings for him, then why don't you then come out with it and say it? Like, what are what are his thoughts on this? Like, does he want to be with you? Like, where? How did this start to begin with? Oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, he's uh he's definitely a piece of shit too. I mean, if anything, help save your sister. You know, you might ruin your relationship, but the best thing that you to to make you at least do one good thing in this whole scenario is telling your sister. Because then she has all the all the knowledge out on the table and she could decide what she wants to do. Because keep her would, in the dark. But what would that do? Like, do you think that she should tell her sister in order to keep, prevent herself from like sleeping with her ex-brother? I wasn't even no, I wasn't even looking at, at that at all. It's like you're already a terrible person. What's one good thing you could do is tell your sister so that your sister has the choice to decide what she wants to do with when it comes to this guy. Because right now she's in the dark. She doesn't know. I know, but you think instead of just ending the relationship with her ex-brother-in-law, she should tell her sister? Do both. Why can't you fucking do both? Do both. I mean, one is easy. One, you don't have no one needs to know. But the other one is telling your sister. You need to do the right thing. You have to tell your sister. Your sister's fucking around with this guy. Who else? Who he might be hooking up with other people. That's true too. It's just I wouldn't put it past him. I just take a look in the mirror. Oof. I just don't. Anyways, yeah, do that. <laughs> do do your sister solid. Don't be a piece of shit for once and tell her. Okay, next question. Oof. Oof. Okay, next question. My wife, female, and I, female, are getting ready to start a family, and we've decided not to use my eggs and instead use a sperm donor that resembles my emotional traits and physical characteristics. I come oh, so, from- Whoa, that's a thing? What do you mean? What do you mean emotional traits? You can look at a sperm and be like, does this have anxiety? Yeah, like I if you one. donated to a sperm bank, they would be like, moody bitch, uh, oh. complains a lot. Okay. <laughs> Star athlete. Average height. <laughs> But yeah, exactly. Goes went gray at twenty five. Uh, where was the positive? <laughs> Do you say anything positive? Killer here? mustache. Thank you. Physique. Beautiful penis. Physique <laughs> of a Greek god. Sure. And so yeah, I think that like they have to write down certain things. I wonder if though they fact check the emotional traits. Like, how would one know? Right. Like, I'm like, oh, 
I'm cool, calm, and collected. No. Yeah, like I'm so nice. Like, how would people know? Exactly. That's so weird. I think is there like a a gene or something that maybe they do no. go through genes. Maybe they do like a psych eval. No, before you. No, they give don't. There's no fucking way. I'm about to go not in a cup and give it to the sperm bank. They're like, now I'm gonna have to do a a test on you be like you should be happy that i gave you my sperm <laughs> you should just be happy that i'm give donating my seed dollars, to begin with. give me the 50 dollars that you said you're that give all me. it is i think it used to be like 50 bucks 50 or bucks well physical characteristics either way let me continue so i come from a southern family that's very involved and i'm worried they will want to know the science behind all of this i feel uncomfortable telling my wife what we can and can't discuss with both of our families because she and i don't have the type of relationship where we tell each other what we can and can't do i'm not sure how to best balance avoiding the questions that have already begun and wanting to avoid telling my wife she isn't allowed to discuss such a huge part of our life if her mom or siblings ask any advice. I just think in this whole situation, similar to every answer that we have, honesty is the best policy. If you, if your Southern family is uncomfortable with the science behind all of that, that's on them. You guys have to move forward with what you want to do and what you are doing. What's the, is the biggest concern talking to your family about it? Or is the concern like who's using what eggs? I, I think the more that you explain, like it will help them understand, you know, you're, you're, you're saying that they come from a Southern, you come from a Southern family that's very involved and you're worried that they will want to know the science behind all this. Explain it to them. What's, you're already married. You know, what's what's the worst that can happen if you just explain? Cool. Be like, what's the other? I mean, I guess you do have other options, but like, this is what you want to do. Who cares? It's right. your fucking life. Because I don't think that you should control what you what your wife tells her family about you guys starting a family, how you're going about it. Whatever you both decide that you're comfortable with is how you need to move forward, of course. But I don't think that you should feel embarrassed or ashamed or feel like you need to gatekeep any of this information. Knowledge is power. The more that you know. Right. Right. No, I definitely agree with that. And, and just, congratulations. This is an exciting time. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. And don't. Yeah. I mean, you don't <laughs> I mean, have to yeah, say fuck no, them. No, no, no one's being mean here. It's your but life. Do what you want if you're a good person. It's just only if you're a good only person. if you're a good person. <laughs> Best of luck. Next question. Am I the asshole for not letting my friend and his girlfriend stay over when they had nowhere to go? Their relationship is toxic and I've distanced myself a bit because I don't want to hear about their issues anymore. I made this decision after she kicked the door to his apartment in and stole his gun after one of their fights, but that's a different story. On the night he asked if they could crash, she had gotten into a screaming match with her dad where they were supposed to stay and it ended with her dad's hands around her and her punching her dad in the face. They they needed a place to cool down and I told my friend they couldn't stay the night when he asked. I didn't want to bring that type of energy over. I live with my girlfriend and we have our own stuff going on and it was about the time we were winding down for the night. My friend basically told me we weren't friends anymore after this. He texted that he appreciates my honesty for once but doesn't fuck with me anymore and he blocked my number. <laughs> Should I have let them stay over? Absolutely not. No. You, your house is your safe space. Yep. First... For them to put that shit on you, get a fucking hotel. You I was cheap just gonna asshole. say, like, there's a difference between being a good friend, but then there's a difference between someone taking advantage of your own sense of peace. And I'm sure, again, if this wasn't a pattern, maybe you would feel differently about it. But there's so many cheap hotel, motel, holiday inns out there. Oh, no, nice. You know, that they could have utilized or Him other family you're members. Done. 
with he's done with you because you didn't do him this solid like okay fuck off then uh, because people don't like when other people set boundaries that Ooh, impact them right. you know like his boundary was i i want to keep my my sense of peace in my home where my girlfriend and i live and with that you know no people the boundaries over it's, past it's, 9 his it's, it's their life it's their environment it's like the boundary is like i'm not like impeding on your life this is my life like that's so fucking what a terrible mindset to have like getting mad at someone else for setting a boundary for themselves i get it though again like an emergency situation opening your home up to a friend in need who genuinely and i'm not saying that your friends didn't genuinely need it but you said that their relationship was toxic before there's been issues in the past so this is more of a pattern but I don't think that it's fair for them to now turn it back on you it's again it's manipulating double down and be like is your chick gonna bring that piece she stole from uh right <laughs> oh my gosh like how do I know she's not gonna shoot you're me in also the face. concerned about the safety of you and your girlfriend or again just like the energy you don't need that and look at your track record why would I want you at my house look at your track record I would be like, unfortunately, no, but how can I, I'm happy to help in any way that I can. I'll pay for your hotel. Yeah, do you want night. me to pay for your hotel? I could pay for your Uber somewhere. Are you hungry? I'll Uber eat you something. Like I will literally do anything but that like, the house. <laughs> yeah, because it's a lot. And then you guys would, I'm sure you have work. You would have to then stay up. I just think if it's something that's a pattern, you know, you have to protect your right. peace. Trust your gut in those situations too. I think that you would open your house for a friend if you knew that they genuinely needed you. But or if in they, this situation, they, they weren't going to start a domestic violence battle in, in your home. Yeah, it's like if they were really in a tough place, why wouldn't they go to the police? In I don't a situation? even care. The fact that the guy had the audacity to be like, I don't fuck with you anymore because like you're not doing this for me. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be your friend anymore. If you're willing to cut a relationship out just because I didn't do something that you wanted me to do, mm -hmm. like you're a child. You're right. a fucking child and this isn't a serious friendship. Right. Protect your peace. Next question. I've been a longtime follower of you both and I truly admire the wisdom and guidance you provide to people seeking answers. Thank you. I'm reaching out today with a heavy heart and a profound question of my own. I've been married to an incredible woman for over a decade and my love for her has never wavered since the day we met. About a year ago, I began to experience some health issues, which led me to consult with medical professionals. Unfortunately, I received a devastating diagnosis of a rare and terminal disease that will likely take my life in the coming months. My wife is aware that I am unwell, but she maintains hope that I will recover. I'm at a crossroads, torn between two difficult choices. On one hand, I feel the urge to share the truth with my wife so we could cherish the time we have left and fulfill the dreams we've put off. On the other hand, I fear that the emotional burden might be too much for her to bear and that she might insist on treatments that would only prolong my suffering and incur substantial medical bills and my last memory of her will be that of sadness i've taken the time to put my affairs in order and i'm prepared for what lies ahead i don't fear death i just want to do what is right for my wife i'm reaching out to you because i trust your guidance and wisdom what do you believe is the right choice of action how can i approach the situation with compassion and sensitivity considering my wife's feelings and my own desires jesus <gasps> I'm so sorry. This is so heavy. This is so heavy for you and such a tough decision. Like for you to have to bear this on your own though, to go through this. Think about if roles were reversed, if this was your wife, would you want her to bear the mental load of this alone? No, I see where he's coming from though. I mean, I'll be whatever. Like I wouldn't want to do that to you. 
But like if it was roles reversed, I'd be like, I want to, I'll spend all my money to make sure we tried everything. Exactly. I just feel like I, I understand where money comes and goes you can feel also like exhausted or tired or that you don't want to try to fight but like again think about it if it was your wife who was ill you would want her to do everything in your power in her power to to i see what he's coming to get the help i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to do that to you though i i would i don't want to put you in a financial burden you know and then i end up not making it you know and then you're now you have to i don't know try to gain back the financial position we are in but to know that you did everything that you could before you know what i mean like i don't don't know how to what i'm saying is like i would do it for you i'd make sure we spent all of our money because i don't give a shit like i would want to make sure but if i was him i get where he's coming from i don't want to partner feels the same way i know i'm just saying as like the man i wouldn't give me shit for this but like i just i wouldn't want to put that on you okay cool but i'm telling you from a wife's perspective that she would want to exhaust all those options like she would feel left with the guilt of thinking the what if what would have should have could have you know like if only we did this, if only we knew that, you know, I just think that it's unfair to her to also let her not have a say in this and for you to make the decision and be like, decision's final, you know, maybe I think either way you have to talk to her about it and you could talk about your options together. Let her know what you want to do and then open the floor for her to tell you what she thinks the the past of the path of least resistance is, you know, like true because you don't know because maybe she knows something or you know maybe there's something that you haven't thought of. Yeah, like you guys are a team in this, and I think it's too much for you to make a decision on your own and to handle and hold the heavy burden of this decision i think that again you've been together for over a decade in every situation and every scenario that you guys have faced prior to this you've probably worked together why should this one be any different i understand that this is a very tough choice for you and and you're you're not just thinking about yourself and uh, i do i guess i would agree with you though al talking talking to your partner because you guys made a vow to each other and you guys are a team through sickness and health and all that. So she should have some sort of say in this. It's like, I get that it's a selfless move in a way, but like you could also twist it to be a selfish move if you don't bring this up to her. So I think you owe it to yourself and you owe it to her to have this conversation and decide what's best to do together. But our hearts are with you and we hope only the best for you moving forward. Best outcome for sure. Oh my goodness. Next question. Should I be worried about my boyfriend and stepmother? I'm a 23-year-old female and my boyfriend's 26. We've been dating for about six months. My dad got remarried a few years ago. He met his now wife when he was representing her in her divorce. He's a lawyer. My stepmother is 37 and my father is 51. So we were skeptical when they told us they were getting married. I introduced my boyfriend to my parents three months ago. He said he really likes them and my parents' feelings are mutual about him. I started noticing something a couple of months ago. Whenever we're visiting with my parents, my boyfriend and stepmom are basically inseparable. They talk the whole evening. It's almost as if if I'm not even there. Sometimes I'll catch them making side glances at each other. And one time when we were watching a movie, I caught him with his hand on her knee. 
This is where it gets what? weird. A couple of weeks ago, I found out he has my stepmom's number and they've been texting daily. I even went through his phone and she came up at his recent search on Instagram. This normally wouldn't bother me, but he didn't tell me about it and hid it from me. I'm also not super close with my stepmom, so I find it a little bit odd. But here's the icing on the cake. He told me that he took her out to lunch last week. I asked him why and he just said it was to get to know my family better and told me it wasn't a big deal and to stop overreacting. I'm not sure why he didn't tell me they went out and I don't understand why this needs to be one-on-one. -on -one. Am I crazy and making things up in my head or is something going on between them? Sounds you, like a start to a porn. Do you a hundred percent? But do you need us to tell you that there's something going on between them? Like you literally, they went out to lunch together without you. Even if they're, even if there hasn't been any like physical, there's, there's chemistry there. Like if nothing actually happened yet, there's still chemistry there that's uncomfortably close. I would immediately, my flags would be raised and I would be having a conversation from the second that I saw glances. I'd be like, what was that? Like, what is that? Like, dad, ask your dad, does he feel like something's going on too? And then the hands on the knee, the texting, the going out, like how many signs do you need until you realize that there is something going on between your boyfriend and your stepmom? Yeah, let's go. Come on. Little reality check here. And the age difference between them, like, isn't that big, really, when you look at it. 26, 37, like, I mean, oh, wow. between her boyfriend and stepmom. Yeah, 11 I years. Mean, they could date. They I could mean, date. well, any age, date. any age difference could date, but like, I just. I'd be in high alert. 100%. So, yeah, like, you're not crazy. You're not making things up in your head. You have actual evidence that something is going See on. See if your dad knew that they went out to lunch, by the way, or if that was like, yeah. a, you know, I'd be, I'd get like another little check from someone else. Like, does this seem off to you at all? Or am I crazy? But you're not crazy. Break up with your boyfriend. Yeah. I would. I mean, immediately. <laughs> I would break, not break trust up with your boyfriend, boyfriend. And then he'll end up being, oh, wait, no, she's your stepmom. Never mind. I'd be like, is, would he be family when they get married? <laughs> I would ask my dad about this though. I'd be like, did you know that so-and-so and my my stepmom, your wife, went out to lunch the other day? Right. Because they want to be closer with the family. If he wants to be closer with the family, he would he would be hanging out with your dad and you. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's so weird. Weird. That's all you have to say on it, John. I would expect more of like a reaction from you. I already said it. I'd be like, get the fuck out of there. Talk to your dad. I mean, they're that's so wild. It's it's just too obvious. You know, right. it's like it's too fucking obvious. I think I think that's the thing here is like there's not much to say because it is so obvious. It's like this is, is there another, something going on? Yes. Yeah. I've said this so many times. Like as you're writing this out to us as a question, you're gonna be, are you like halfway through and be like, oh fuck, wait a minute. No, I already know the answer. You know the answer. Right. So Talk to your dad, and then on top of that, just already end it, whether whether your dad believes it or not. Yeah, because honestly, it's a trust thing, and you have the evidence that he's, that they're hanging, this is all unacceptable behavior. No, I just wouldn't be able to trust after that. Yeah, I would, I would bypass uh, therapy because you don't need it. Exactly, just end your <laughs> just relationship. End all right, I think that's it, John. That's that, all the questions? That's all the questions. Oh my goodness. That's all she wrote. Wow. Until the new year, Until guys. Until the new year is right. So still, guys, like, subscribe, email. I want Like, those, subscribe, email. I want those comments, those likes. Oh, wait, wait. Before we get into X, let me do it because I'll forget. Let me do the review. Okay. Quick. You want to do it to start? Yeah, honestly, I forget. Okay. So, so I'm going to do, do the review now. All right. Five stars. The best. Ash Fulmer. While I'm waiting for new episodes every week, I'm binging all the old ones and I freaking love you guys. I mostly listen at the gym and my husband thinks I'm crazy because I'm either smiling or laughing like a psycho as we're working out. Keep bringing the passion and energy. Thanks, Ash. Oh, thank you. Love it. 
That was our last review. For now. For now. I mean, again, it's the holidays, guys. Like, you enjoy. I know. I want to have a fucking break. And sometimes, like, distance makes the heart grow fonder, you know? Right, right. All right, Ix, my Ick. Also, like, I'm proud of you for trying. I am just such a light sleeper. We're doing this again. Like, we're, <laughs> we're just trying to get. I'm, like, running on, like, three to four hours of sleep a night. And I'm wondering There's why no I'm way. a moody bitch. Yeah, it's like, I do get up because I have to pee. Maybe we just do have to sleep in separate rooms, Sean. But um, it's just Alex is snoring. She finally got a like this nose piece thing, and it worked for a little bit. But then now I don't know when it fell off your nose last <laughs> night. I woke up in the morning and it was gone. So. I know. It's just like maybe you need that I, fighter pilot. You know what mask. I should do? I do need to take allergy meds. You need to take a sleep study because also, just so you know, like to snore like that is not good for your health. I'm Don't tell me pretty what sure. to do. So do a sleep study because I'll let you know like if you're gasping for air and stuff do like I that. Do I need a prescription to get a CPAP machine? I don't know. Or but can like, I just buy one on Amazon? <laughs> I, I do want to make sure you get like the good one, a good one. I'm not sure. Just ask your dad. My he dad, has one. Yeah, my dad has one. The F-16. <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his Top Gun mask. Yeah. But you should. He goes, I, he, because my dad's like uh, elf. He only needs 30 minutes okay, of sleep. But, but now he's sleeping six hours a night. If you're a light sleeper though, would the sound of that not keep you awake? No, because it's like a white, a white noise. But the other thing is Kobe now, he's got like dry skin. We're back in the house. So he's scratching and itching. So we got to, I got to bring him to the vet on Thursday. Ugh, maybe it's me. But then I want to, <laughs> so I might have to wear, wear uh, headphones. But if somebody breaks in, I want to know when they're coming, you know? So maybe a light sleeper is good. Well, we have Kobe for that. Kobe ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> Actually, yes, he will. Kobe's a ferocious dog. Yeah, he's so scary. Yeah, oh my watch god! Out. With his little broken leg and his teeth that are falling out. Oh, I know, our poor boy. <laughs> he's so almost cute. Almost ten. I know. No, don't don't rush his birthday. His birthday's July. He just turned nine. He's almost. Uh, he's so cute we should just i saw that dog. video of the guy like your dog the dog is always gonna be the happiest animal he's so happy to see you even if you just went to the mailbox and back <gasps> and he goes dogs for one week of a dog's life it's one day of hours Maybe i don't talk about it i don't want to cry so they're just i've been crying too much they're just week. living their best life i love him I uh my ick is that you come from a carry-on family and so now every time we travel and i want to bring a full size suitcase I just, the problem. I hear it in the back of my head. Like your parents have gone on trips for 14 days in a carry on. And so me going to New York for three days, I'm like, you could, you could do it, Alex. You could make it happen. But why is it the most challenging thing to do? It's not for me, for you, I guess it is. But, but it is, it is so nice to just jump off the plane and go and not have to I wait mean, for a bag. Where we go has a washer and dryer all the time. We could just fucking clean it. <sighs> That's true. But anyways, guys. Guys, happy holidays. Guys, happy look, Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for this whole season listening to us and like sending your questions in and all the love. And the, all the, your reviews. The feedback's been great. You know, we, we really appreciate it. Minus the comments it. that hate me on Instagram. Well, oh. you're annoying, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, I think it was, this was a good, a good ride this season and we'll, we'll be coming back soon. Yeah. No, we really do appreciate all of your support, your reviews, your questions, and we appreciate you and we love you. So we hope you have a great holiday season with your families and your friends and everyone has a great new year. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. Are you going to say it? 
Do I say cha-cha now? Oh, I guess I could say. You, you got to plug the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can find us everywhere on the socials at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. And you can email us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. And send in your questions all throughout the year. I'm sure lots of drama will be happening throughout the holidays. We'll be trying to answer some juicy yes. ones. So submit them all. And we will see you guys next year. All right, guys. Ciao, ciao. Love you. Bye. Bye.